Welcome to the Hot Lava Podcast, Kevin AC. I don't remember the last time, Jay, that I did two in a row here in the office. This is amazing. I do know this, Kevin. This will be the last one you do in the office for almost a month because I know you have a very welcome all-star break coming up after this weekend series against the Cubs. And then you head out on the road and you go east and you go to Cooperstown and then the Padres go to the Midwest. 23 days. Is 23 that what it days. is? I, I got to go look at, I got to go look at that uh, travel budget <laughs> it's again. Always that. It always is that Jay. You're like my wife. That's <laughs> always like that. Jay Posner, sports editor of the union tribune Cubs coming in, not exactly coming in hot, but um, they are a game out. Uh, the game behind the Milwaukee Brewers in the central. This confuses you, Jay. It does. <laughs> Looking up some Cubs numbers today. I, I'm, I'm confused that the Cubs aren't like eight games in front. Um, they have the best run differential in the National League at, at plus 105. They lead the National League in in runs, in hits, in batting average, on base, OPS. Uh, they're second in ERA. The only thing I can figure without having really you know, dug into the team and not having seen them a whole lot is their starting rotation doesn't look like it's been all that effective. Kyle Hendricks hasn't been what he was. Uh, you know, you Darvish was a complete bust so far, eight games, you know, Quintana Chatwood leads the majors in walks. So we have that to look forward to tonight, uh, at, uh, at Petco against the quick working Clayton Richard and John Lester has been fantastic, uh, as has many of the Cubs relievers. So I'm guessing it's the rotation that has let them down because I, I look at their, I looked at these war numbers, and we won't get into this because we did it last time, but they have seven guys on their roster that have a war higher than the Padre with the highest war. Will Myers is up to 1.8. The Cubs have seven guys who are at at least uh, 2.0, led by Javier Baez at 3.2, one of the most exciting players to watch in baseball. So it should be a fun weekend. You know the crowds are going to be big, probably, what, Maybe even fifty-fifty in terms of Cubs Padre fans, but it's still it depends always on what you uh, call the Dodger. What did you call the Dodgers the night you were there? The night I the was crowd. there, it looked like uh, I don't know forty percent Dodgers. Okay, maybe a third. I was there what for at think? least parts of three games, right? Most of two games. Uh, thank you, Jeff Sanders. Um, I had other stuff, you know, other things to do. Um, there, it, it depended, but to me, it was never less than 40. Sometimes it felt like 60 or 70. Yeah. So it was never less than 40. I, I would think the Cubs would – I wouldn't be surprised if, if some of the games are even more than 50% yeah. Cubs fans. And it's obviously it's a weekend, which is a big a big deal. And, you know, the, the weather's great, and there might be people here already for Comic-Con. I don't know. Del Mar season opens next week. There's, there's so much going on I had right no now. idea. I had no idea there was so much else going on. Exactly. But right. then there's the Padres. So maybe the Cubs, uh, they'll probably not. There, there are a lot of contenders in the National League, more than you maybe would have thought. Yeah. Uh, don't think the Cubs would be in, in the market for like a number four or five starter, do you? I don't know. I mean, looking at what they have so far, uh, have, have received from some of their guys. I mean, the weird thing is they have two five-game losing streaks with a, you know, with a team that's this good, but they also have two five-game winning streaks and a six-game winning streak. So let's just say they've been streaky. And uh, they're three and three, I think, in their last six coming in here. They've been here for two nights already. You know, it's one yeah. of those weird things. I think the Reds, this happened to the Reds earlier. They came down on Wednesday after a long game in San Francisco. It's a requirement and, of the new CBA with the extra off days that um, every few years a, a team gets an extra night in San Diego. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm sure that's something the players would give up quite a bit for. So I'm, there probably was some golf course or beach or oh. both that were very crowded with Chicago Cubs yesterday. But right, what so about the Padres? What are we, what are we seeing out of the Padres right now? They lost three or four, and this is about, gosh, this like perfectly describes the Padres season. So they lost three or four to the Dodgers, who are now in first place by themselves right. in the National League West. Um, they, they won a game, a, a, a close game. They lost two close games, and they were blown out. Perfectly describes the Padres season where they could look and say, hey, we were close. Um, and they can look at last night's game and Andy Green. Of course, it was as predictable as could be. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But of course, talked about these at-bats in the ninth inning. And you know what? He wasn't lying. Austin Hedges' at-bat was fantastic. Uh, Christian Villanueva's at-bat was fantastic. But they're just not... And look at Austin Hedges has been hot as heck. No, he's so been... take this away. Yeah, but absolutely. they're just not good enough to get hits all the yeah. time at the end of these great at-bats. Yeah, I mean, it was what? I think <laughs> I think it was 16 pitches for the first two batters Sounds against right. Jansen. They ended up making him throw 29 pitches in the inning. But in the end, what you know, they didn't get anything. So they battled, and it's it's kind of a... You know, that, that word is kind of a running joke in some... In some quarters, and I think if you ever tried to play a drinking game where you, where you heard announcers, not just here but all over baseball, talk about somebody battling, you know, you'd be passed out by the third inning. But we the Padres do, the Padres do battle, but they've always battled. I mean, when Bud Black was here, they always battled. That was a hallmark of the Bud Black teams. It's a hallmark now. I don't think this team lays down very many nights. They 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 they, they get beat because they aren't good enough. And, and there you go. And it's something that they're very well aware of. Right. No, I don't think it's a surprise that the Padres, to the Padres, that the Padres aren't very good this year. Another drinking game, and I'm not sure which one. Uh, pre-game, it would be at this point in time for Andy Green. Okay. Post-game, it would be about grinding. Okay. He's grinding. He's okay. grinding. And one guy grinding is Eric Hosmer. Holy smokes, this has reached epic proportions. When I wrote about it last week, you could say arguably the deepest slump of his career. It is now the deepest slump of his career Inarguably. Right. And and I was someone, we talked about this when they were talking about signing him. I did not think, given if you told me, should they sign Eric Cosmer? Should they not sign Eric Cosmer? I, I told you I didn't think they should sign him. Uh, Bryce Miller actually wrote a column saying he didn't think they should sign him. They signed him anyway. He was, he's been good at times. I don't mm-hmm. doubt his leadership, but it's almost, it's p- almost painful to watch him right now when he comes up to plate. He cannot be this bad. It is. It uh, is he just painful. can't, you can't see a guy at his age suddenly, you no. know, to, to quote our old friend Nick Canepa, suddenly forgetting how to play baseball. And it's, it's when he comes up, that's why I couldn't believe last night Myers was up with two on and I know he was the tying run. Three one count and they're throwing him a strike. I, I just, I would with a left-handed pitcher out there. You've got to take your chances at this point with Hosmer until he shows that he can beat you. And at this point, I think maybe once in the last three weeks, he's he's maybe had a big hit that we thought was going to be the slump buster because right. that's been his uh, you know his trademark again. Jay, and I don't, so, what's the answer? You would agree, right? It's too early to declare whether you and Bryce were right. Well, I, let's put it this way: I don't have a great fear. That I'm going to be wrong. proven wrong at right. any point in these in these next eight years. That doesn't mean that he's not going to be a good player. I I just stand by the same reasons that I gave before. I don't think he's a franchise player, and that and that to me was pretty close to franchise money, especially 
for this team. But at the same time, I can't believe that Eric Hosmer can be this bad for this long. Well, and that's why I'll say that there's a chance that you'll be wrong. And and the only definition of you not being wrong is them winning a world championship. It really is. I mean, in this case. Or even getting to, I mean, how about getting to the World Series? I'll even take that. Because here's where I'll, I'll argue with you that it could turn out differently. And I've been doing this for 25 years, and I think 15 or maybe, you know, more of those have been covering professional teams. I have never seen anything this quickly like what Eric Hosmer has done in the clubhouse. Now, he has to hit 280. He has to have, uh, you know, 800 OPS. He ha- I mean, he has to do right. his job. Right. This and being a leader, you know, get you a cup of coffee in Ron Fowler's office, okay? Yeah. That's it. I'm saying that if he's Eric Hosmer... get a cup Cosmer, of coffee he- thrown at him, or does he get him a cup of coffee? <laughs> he, he, um, the, to be the player he was... And the leader that continues to set the tone for the next five years with these supposedly fantastic prospects turning right. into championship caliber players, then then you're wrong if they make it to a World Series, win a World Series. Correct. Otherwise, okay, you're, you're, and, you're and, right. And look, whether I'm right or wrong is irrelevant in the big picture. I mean, I, I think we, you know. Worth it or not worth it. Right. It, it's <laughs> like, look, is, is he going to be worth it or is he not? Yeah. And, and at this point... You know, no, no one's going to care whether I'm right or I'm wrong. I mean, we've seen that in the last in the last week or so, <laughs> probably longer than that. But they don't but even I, care what you say. I know, but I, but I do think that you know, it, I just meant wrong in terms yeah. of him being a franchise player. Right. Now, if you throw in the leadership stuff and he turns this clubhouse around, which I, it sounds like he has, mm-hmm. and then Tatis comes in and Urias comes in, and then these other guys come in and the pitchers and all this stuff, and they end up winning, then great. Then then nobody could argue that it was that it was a good signing right now. That seems to be a long way off and you certainly would expect more production. And I mean, Hosmer without even knowing him, I'm sure would be the first to admit he's got to be better than this. And the question is, how does he get to that point? And, you know, maybe four days off at the all-star game, you know, changes thing and changes things. And he goes to Philadelphia after the break and it's a hitter's park and he knocks a couple out. The problem is it seems like every time he's up now, the ball just gets pounded into the ground, even more than his career numbers. And it's really hard to get out of slumps gonna, if you're just going to keep hitting ground balls to the second base. They're going to start really making that dirt in front of the plate because he'd gotten a couple chopper singles. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, on the other hand, and, and it'll be interesting to see how the Cubs uh, handle Will Myers because honestly, in terms of production percentage, it, it's incredible. <laughs> Will Myers, actually, Will Myers is what Eric Hosmer was earlier in the season, like except for they were actually winning games in which Eric Hosmer right. was producing. Right. But, but you can't ask any more, Will Myers. No, Myers, and Myers is the guy, it's the opposite. When Myers comes up, you're excited to see him come up and to see what he's going to do. It's uh, been about 12 games now. Not bad. Not no, a bad I mean, it doesn't all. mean anything, and he could go in a big slump. Right? I mean, it it's, look, it's, yeah, it's baseball. But, it. but he's, been, he's been fun to watch, and you're right. It'll be interesting to see how the Cubs pitch to him and who ends up hitting behind Will Myers. I mean, do you put Hosmer behind him? I think they had Renfro behind him one night. I mean, there's just, look, I'm I'm not, I'm not a guy that that will crush Andy Green for doing different lineups because I don't think there's anything that, that there, it should be any set lineup with this team. There's not any, there's not enough players to be set at enough positions where you can do that. You can't do both 
Except on Twitter, you can't. Um, <laughs> you can't talk about the lack of talent and who shouldn't be hitting here or there and then also say, but they should be hitting in the same place every night. You right. just can't. No, now, I, um, a set lineup, which we are seeing more, especially left-right, you can't, you know, correct. we are seeing more. And I think that that is a organization-wide, in addition to an Andy Green uh, decision, mm-hmm. that we will be seeing Renfro. Every time there's possible, we will see Manuel every time there's possible. When you go against righties, you're going to see Travis Jankowski, at right. least for a time. And we'll see what happens when the All-Star break is, is over and we see Luis Urias. Uh, did I just say that? <laughs> um, so That was going to be a question is when do we see Luis Urias? I, I absolutely do- believe. I mean, A.J. Preller is going to the Futures game, which doesn't mean, oh, he's going there. To, you know, <laughs> there are telephones and agents. He's uh, not going to hand, yeah. uh, hand him a rose <laughs> hey, and, you, you, and you, say, hey, you get to, you get you to go to Philadelphia. You sit next to me in first class, so we're, we're right. headed to Philly. We're going to Philly. No, yeah. But I'm just, like, this is, Luis Urias is, is coming um, very, very soon, let's say. Uh, okay, and that's, and, and that's he, good. He's been that's heating another... up. They've been waiting for right. him to dominate AAA, yeah. and he hasn't. But But – Here's the thing. Do you remember what he did in spring training? And I'm not just talking about the six doubles and the, the stats. The guy looked like he belonged. He looked like a player mm-hmm. who's going to step up. And everyone that I've talked to who's been in AAA, which is like half the roster uh, for the Padres, <laughs> be it on a rehab or right. descent down, it, um, I'm basing it not only on what I saw, what you know AJ Preller saw, what Andy Green saw, um, but what these players uh, are saying is, yeah, you know what, you sort of would have expected him to, especially in the Pacific Coast League, to dominate, but the kids got it. Mm-hmm. Bring him up, right? So that'll be something that we'll be eager to Yay. watch. I mean, they they of course of course they have to open with two out of three weeks on the road coming out of the All Star break. Um, home for five days in between. Now, right. August and September, when you're going to see a lot of these kids, they're home a they're lot. They're home a lot, yeah. So, no, that'll be, and that'll be good, and we'll see, I'm sure we'll see more than him. And, of course, the beginning um, of September, when uh, Tatis will perhaps be here, uh, they're on the road for 10 days. But, you know, hey, we can't have it all, Jay. Did you know the Dodgers were only, are, are done here for the season? I, I, I had heard that. <laughs> did you know they did not play a weekend series? <laughs> and you're going to see this weekend, when the Cubs oh, fans fill the place, what they lost at the box office by going taking that one weekend to Mexico. But I'm sure they were well rewarded they for it. They were compensated yes. over. Yes. yes. And, and they even won that series. They didn't win the other series that they played them here. So wow. maybe they're, oh, shoot, next week, year they're going to move them all to Mexico. <laughs> uh, next year is the uh, NL uh, or the AL East, I believe. I hope I'm not wrong on that. I, that sounds about uh, right. AL East, I don't know the breakdown. But. Yeah. All right, uh, Jay, we're going to take an all-star break. Okay. We will do that. We'll do this next week when you're back in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. starting your uh, 23 days away. Mm-hmm. But uh, enjoy enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the All-Star break. And same to everybody else out there. And we'll talk to everyone next week. Jay, coming up, can we tease something? Yes. How about a couple things? Okay. Coming up, I know Jeff Sanders has a mid-season minor league report. Is that correct? He does. That'll it's be during the All-Star during break. During the All-Star break. Okay. Um, this weekend, maybe a little something on uniforms from me. How about okay. that? Yeah, okay. that, that sounds great. That's fun. Do you think it might be about brown or maybe it's about blue or maybe orange? I don't know. But And uh, take a look at A.J. Preller's trades since we're hitting the trade deadline. As in every trade he's done, I'm not going to list them all, but how has A.J. Preller done and what do we have to expect? And then, of course, a midseason report of some sort on the Padres as if we haven't spent every single day <laughs> talking about how they're just the Padres. Right. All right. I'll that's look it. forward to I it. I wanted to do that. Thank you. All right. See you after the All-Star break. <laughs>